0: Because you're listening to another episode of Unexceptionalism. This is the podcast where we talk about American exceptionalism and US centrism by ironically talking about America for an hour. Um, my name is Bibek, and I am a moderator for a Facebook group called This Just In the USA is Not the Only Country. And basically, the entire group is dedicated to documenting examples of America centrism. And who else do we have online today?
1: Hello, so I'm Arjuna. Um, I'm not a mod or anything. I'm just Brazilian, but I live here in the U.S. I've lived <laughs> here for a while, and I've had a lot of experiences with that whole thing with sepos and all that. So, just here to give my two cents and be like, here, y'all have to say.
0: Yeah, your qualifications is being Brazilian, and I think that's that's adequate.
1: Yeah. yeah, there you go. My my casa owner is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's a sepo, by the way?
1: uh okay uh so as best as i can explain it it's basically like a yank but it's like tur- I, 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 it's like it came from australia it has to do with septic tanks that's as much as i know
0: right it's supposed to be cockney rhyming slang because yank rhymes with septic tank and then with rhyming slang you just take away the part of the rhyme that actually rhymes so you're left with septic and then that mm-hmm. becomes sepo in australia which is a very confusing word that we tend to use a lot in the group yeah yeah causes a lot of hurt feelings and and fights and it's a people... slur
1: you guys
2: I would appreciate <laughs> oh. it if you would not use that word
0: <laughs> okay so this American voice that we've just heard uh, can uh, do you want to tell us who you are
2: I' am maria I'm an active group or sorry an active member in babics uh, group and I am the resident Seppo here on the podcast um, I actually have caught a Facebook ban for using the word sepo. Um so Facebook considers it a slur, everyone, let's be mindful.
0: Yes. <laughs> Americans are a protected class. <laughs> uh, who else do we have on, uh, on the line? Very today?
3: oppressed. I am, I'm Miriam Riskin. I am part of the Modmin team. And I'm like one of the five Paraguayan members of the group.
0: One of the five members who nonetheless are very prominent too. Like I feel like Paraguay <laughs> disappears a lot. And I don't know if it's just because like Miriam and I are friends on Facebook, but I see a lot of Paraguayan content.
3: No, I'm a I'm a I'm a big professional spammer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Is that why Paraguay like was able to conquer the world the other like month? Like
1: Oh no. yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. I, I just want to point out that the U.S. is already out of the new World War bot 2020, and I'm so happy. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>! <laughs> right. I was so happy to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's this uh, thing that our uh, groups are very much following right now. It's the World War bot 2020, and it's just it runs a simulation where countries try to conquer each other until there's no one left, and then Paraguay was able to conquer the world. So, congratulations, Miriam.
1: Yeah, Pargo, <laughs> I got revenge for the uh, the Triple Alliance
3: War.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah,
3: wait, now it took the entire world.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, now we've uh, talked about light subjects such as world domination and the Triple Alliance. Um, let's kind of <laughs> explain what exactly it is that we're talking about here with uh, America centrism. Because the people that don't know what it is, like, just won't know what it is. But the people that do know what we're talking about are painfully and annoyingly aware of it and like are just incredibly annoyed about it so i think a very classic example is on the internet when um say for example it's on a facebook post someone's like hey everyone tell me where you're from and everyone will comment they'll say you know like i'm from australia or i'm from scotland you know like countries but then you'll see some people being like I'm from Ohio, or, like, I'm from San Diego, and, you know, it's just, or like... Or,
2: even worse, the two, uh, or even four-letter abbreviations. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. Right, like, I, well, and you only see them when it's, like, a certain city within a certain state, but it's, like, what, what do those four letters mean? I have no idea what NOLA means. I mean, oh, I yeah. do, but most yeah. people don't.
0: We shouldn't yeah. have to know who's the problem. Right,
1: and <laughs> right. I think it's more offensive when it's a city, because, like, with a state, some of the states people know, like, I guess California... It's kind of well-known. But if they're like, oh, I'm from Arkansas. What the hell is Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah,
3: that's right. Some of them even even mention the county. I I have no idea what a county is.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, even
2: today, I think there was, a within the last 12 hours, there was a post in the group where someone posted they were going to SF. Well, what the hell does that even mean?
0: No, I think all four of us know what that means right but like we again we shouldn't have to we only know it because they keep doing this all the time and it's just like okay now I know what it is but I resent that I know (laughs) Uh, so um, all right so let's kind of get into it Um, I have a very um, iconic post that I want to talk about and it's kind of related to this and uh, the post is a screenshot from a, a traveling group it's a very infamous group because they tend to exhibit this kind of behavior a lot. And I think all four of us know exactly which group it is. And I won't say, but it's for women who love to travel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> okay,
0: the, the post is, ladies, what's the cheapest tickets to Europe you ever booked? I found one from Google Flights Under 400. And the first comment is like, from where? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just there's so many levels here yeah yeah let's try to break it down one by one right like so the first level is we're supposed to assume that we know you're from the u.s i mean we know that you're from the u.s because americans are the only ones who do this
1: no i was gonna say the first thing is always like oh you go to europe you know are you going to kiev or are you going to Bratislava? Or are you going to you know Lisbon, you know, that's the thing that I wanted to point out.
2: I mean, I'm sure you can get to Western Europe or major hubs (laughs) in Western Europe pretty easily from the east coast of the United States for $400, but that's, you know, it's like that's the sort of layering of we all know if we're going to ask that question to put our current location and our destination cities so that we can have this discussion in an international audience where Americans sort of live in this isolated bubble. Well, of course, you know I'm talking about the United States and the Great. You know, when I say Europe, obviously I mean London,
1: or like <laughs> Italy, or like Italy,
0: or my home country Ireland, because like I'm Irish.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, we're we're both in Boston, so that's a, okay, that's a yeah. point for another day. But
0: yeah, the thing that you find in this group is often like they'll ask for very specific um, like travel advice and like what kind of currency should i get or like how long does it take to get a visa or like how um many kinds of vaccines should i get and it's just always like well it really depends on where you're from and not only what country but again like this is one of those places where like you should tell us what state you're from because well
2: and do like why would you go to a travel group first and foremost and not get some of that information like based on your own experiences like the vaccines you've had, where you're going, how long you're going to be there. Like that stuff you need to be going to Google for and not asking people on the internet to do that work for you. Like that it's that entitlement where you they expect other people to just answer these very googleable questions and just general things like if you are a person who travels, these are things that you would do before you go to another country. I mean, I would think so. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs>
0: No, that's that's too normal, I think, to like actually Google it because you want to like ask a, a travel group for you know subjective things like hey, what's the best pub in Bratislava or whatever? Not that they would ever go to a place like Bratislava or even know what that is, but the the question that you don't want to ask on Google, I mean, uh, on a Facebook group, is like, how many days in advance should I get my visa? Because like at that point, it might be too late. <laughs> you, you need to literally know.
2: Right, like, Mary, do your yeah. visa research on your own, friends. Like, you're going to have to go and read up on it anyway and do all of the work, so why would you go to a travel group first?
1: And it's really funny, too. There's, like, cases where, like, people will just not get a visa and then get, like, stopped at the airport and <laughs> be really pissed.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, there was this... I don't know if you um, are in this... Uh, <clears throat> the flight transit group arjuna but there was a post that someone made it was like uh, oh hey, yeah i'm, I'm flying I to mexico that. right yeah <laughs> he was like i'm flying to mexico tomorrow but i lost my passport so what can i what can i do and then someone else commented you're not going to mexico tomorrow
2: <laughs> <laughs> i also have I questions like how did you lose your passport the day before you're trying to leave like, yes <laughs> like that is the thing that i like pack and repack and make sure that i have like visual yeah. on it every hour before
3: my trip i Just always take, shake my grows and bag. walks off i const- constantly check my check my bag if, the, mm. if it's there yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: are we all travelers here like we've at least
3: amount internationally yeah, yeah uh maybe. a bit a bit i i'm bored <laughs> I don't there. know why
2: I even leave the country. It's yeah. so diverse. It's yeah. like leaving the country <laughs> every time I travel within the U.S. So
0: <laughs> that's yeah. another thing that we could really spend a whole hour on. We can grill
1: that, yeah. Yeah. Can dive into that one. I have a post I can. I want to bring up because it's also classic yeah. like and. It's the one image that's like America has pizza, Italy has pasta, China has noodles, your country has four question marks. That's oh,
3: come on. One. I think that's a
1: shit post. Yeah, yeah, But like people <laughs> I've seen that multiple times in a group and I just wanna probably a shit post, but No, <laughs> I
3: I, think that's no,
0: a shit I see post. it like in very um honest like groups as well. Like not just our group, but like oh you know, the um the weirdly specific questions one. I I I can see that a lot, and it's people like, yeah, America does have pizza. Like, Italy, what do you have? <laughs> like, I don't know. Have they heard of pizza in Italy?
2: Um, I mean, I've been to Italy and I ate pizza there. So, does that answer the question? Shame, <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Did you go to a Domino's?
2: <laughs> Not that time, unfortunately. The Domino's was closed, so we had to oh. find a local, spot. Uh, a local <laughs> spot. Like
0: the Olive Garden. Oh, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have been to an Olive Garden, like the three of us that live in the U.S. now, but it's such a strange place.
1: I know it, it exists, but I've never been to it. has <laughs> been like, probably
2: it's like a... 10, 15 years since I've been to an Olive Garden. long time.
1: It's like the same as a Denny's. I know Denny's are a thing that exists in the U.S., but I've never interacted with one.
2: Oh, see, Denny's is fine because they're open 24-7, so when you're really drunk and it's the middle of the night <laughs> you need some food to absorb the alcohol, Denny's is like the spot but dog uh, garden is like masquerading as real italian and you can, <laughs> and the yeah. decor is like how would you describe it bibic
0: <laughs> it's it looks like a cheap film set version of an italian restaurant and all the food is like the a parody of italian food through the lens of like american cuisine and american taste so like everything is incredibly huge portions and there's so much butter in everything and all the tastes oh. are like knocked up by like a thousand percent. So like, if anything's supposed to be salty in like the original like Italian dish, it's like the most saltiest thing that you've ever had. Like it's just, and it's crazy. And they have these. Um, they're famous for their bottomless
1: um, soup, salad, and breadsticks.
0: Yeah. And he's just, they just I'm mad bring that I them up all the time.
1: I've I've seen memes about the breadsticks, but like all oh, like stuffing twenty breadsticks into the bag. That was like. I mean, I think a while <laughs> yeah. back or something, but I didn't know like what their food, if it tastes good or not. Like it I... doesn't. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's very bland, but also it's offensive overly, at the same time. Yes.
2: Yes. It's like, it has too much salt and not enough anything else. Yeah. Um. Oh. And lots of grease and lots of oil and butter and the breadsticks aren't even good. Um, yeah. They're
0: just there. Like <laughs> they just bring them and like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Okay, so the next post I want to share is something that one of our group members shared with us, and it happened in another group where she <laughs> said that her three-year-old son um, said, that's lovely. You know, just that, right? And she's from the UK, and all of the people responding to her were like, you know, that tag group, like, that's just... That the child, child didn't, didn't say that. Say that yeah. Yeah. right? They're all like... Refusing to believe that a three-year-old said that's lovely because what three-year-old Holy says shit. that's lovely and Just couldn't believe that like, you know, a child would speak like that, but that's just normal in Lots of countries other than the US that speak English,
2: right? It's iconic of how uh, Supples will like they I mean the tag group I'm begging you to understand other dialects exist Like other people speak English in a way that's different than you and it doesn't make it wrong Yeah, um And often, the worst prescriptivists, the worst, the people who are going to be there and, you know, and make a comment about how you speak English is always going to be a Seppo. Mm -hmm. It's, like, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a Yank being like, why are you saying it like that? Like, because people, you know, what the hell is the boot of a car? Google it.
0: (laughs) I don't know if you guys have experienced this, um, the other two, like, non-native english speakers i guess but the um, the thing that i encountered a lot as someone that has learned i guess british english growing up in um, singapore and growing up in a colony is you know i have what they think of as british spelling which is actually just non-american english spelling so anytime i make a post and i have the word like favorite or color in there the first comment is, like, they'll ignore the entire content of the post, and it's just, like, lol, look at this Brit, and, like, that's just <laughs> oh, the my first God. and only thing that they want to say. And these are the only two countries that exist, guys. America yeah. and Britain.
1: I actually do have a short anecdote about that, because before I moved to the U.S., I took some English classes at this place called Cultura Inglesa, which is literally English or British culture. And it's, mm. like, they taught us like, British English, basically, so... I moved to the U.S. and then I used to write with like a lot of British spellings, and I would get like marks wrong on like assignments from like American teachers. So I guess got the American spelling kind of beaten into me eventually. Oh. So, yeah,
2: it's really such a disservice um, to make such a fuss over different spellings. Um, just I think, as you know, as an American, ugh, I hate that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> you learn how to spell things certain ways but if you study in other countries or study in other english-speaking countries it's like there's a lot of spelling differences that aren't just a simple u or an s instead of a z that can be actually pretty challenging and i have had friends that studied in australia or um studied in ireland or studied uh in england and it was very challenging at times to turn in papers and get marked down for their spelling simply because it was an american way of spelling things and it's like if we could just accept that there's multiple ways of speaking Mm -hmm. and writing this language
0: (laughs) yeah and I think with Arjuna getting marked down um, on his assignments I think that goes into a larger thing about how accents and dialects are perceived if they're coming from someone who isn't seen or um, conceptualized as a native speaker so they'll assume that he's doing it or spelling it this way because he doesn't know better that he's just wrong. Like when I, mean, I pronounce a word in a certain way I'm just pronouncing it that way because I'm wrong and like I don't know what the correct way is but if I was let's say a white Australian for example who said it the exact same way they would think that's just how they say it and I'm like that's correct and that's you know their dialect and um, I think our friend Shreyas who was supposed to be on this episode but couldn't make it wanted to get into that um, subject a little bit in the way that how um, non-white people, for example, who are native English speakers will be judged more harshly for their own native sort of pronunciations and accents because they're not white. And then obviously they're not white, so therefore they're not competent in that. So that's something that I actually myself do bump up a lot, living as a non-white person from Asia who speaks a non-traditional dialect and i live in the us and like i find myself like not being understood a lot and i saw this ad on facebook this morning and it was uh, for an accent that modification ad changing your accent oh yeah i think i
1: saw that in a group i'm not sure if you posted it there or
0: it's also listed as an accent reduction course which implies that like how? you're taking away an accent and then that also implies it with what?
3: that how can with you reduce because... an accent
2: Yeah,
0: what are they they trying to say here exactly? Well,
3: and, and then what I guess
2: it comes back to is then what is considered the standard accent and how many times we heard Americans think that their accent is the standard way of speaking English and everybody else has an accent. And then this whole accent reduction plays into that, this idea that there's one right way to speak English. It's this white American middle class way of speaking. And anything beyond that is is a differentiation from the norm.
1: Look, um, the other thing is, like, that not all Americans sound the same either, though. So mm-hmm. that just sounds weird to me because of that. Because, like, I don't know, someone from southern U.S. sounds different than, like, someone from New York. And so, like, which one's the real American accent if they're going to try to make it that way?
0: Yeah, and the, the accent that they might point to is the Midwestern one. Like, when I was in the Midwest of the USA, like, you know, Illinois and Ohio and that, that sort of places. The thing that you would always hear from those people there is like, oh my gosh, I don't have an accent. I, I talk like that TV.
2: Oh, hey, let's just go sit on the sofa and have some popcorn, eh?
0: <laughs> Look at me. I don't have an accent. I just say... There's no accent that.
2: here. This is just the way we speak English. There's nothing wrong with it.
0: Because <laughs> have this... um factoid that a lot of the accents that news readers in the U.S. have is based on the Midwest accent, but that's true as of like 40, 50 years ago. Like the accents have like completely changed at this point. So they just sound completely different
2: from wait, wait, the, like, the news accent. Wait, are you suggesting accent. that language is
0: malleable? I would oh. never say such a daring thing, okay? That's just... Oh crazy. man,
1: we're getting some some spicy territory here. <laughs>
0: I know it's just um, I like to shake it up once in a while and just like say crazy mm-hmm. shit like language changes and like not everyone has Natural. the same dialect.
1: Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I
3: just have uh, I just oh, have one thing to say regarding accent and pronunciation. Um, I'm multilingual. I've been studying languages from as far as I remember. the The first lang the first The foreign language I studied was actually English since I was five years old. I'm currently studying uh, Portuguese with a Brazilian professor who is a linguist. And he, he used to say that regarding pronunciation, pronunciation is the most important thing. An accent is something that you will acquire just being and living with native speakers. The only thing that you need to uh achieve to sp- correct to correctly speak another language is uh correct pronunciation that there's you can't hide or i don't know reduce your accent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's you can't do anything about it you're always going to have a distinct way of pronouncing the words because you're not an native speaker and that's. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Mm. Yeah, but that's true. But unfortunately, a lot of people still get, I don't know, penalized for it. And I think um, I have this theory that the American accent is one of the more infectious accents because I think Americans are, this is just from my own personal point of view, so I don't want to generalize, but here I go generalizing. But I think <laughs> Americans tend to not be as able to understand different dialects or accents. So for me, when I um, the fact that I've been here for about three years, I think my accent has already sounded more American than it did when I, you know, first arrived. And that's because I've had so many times um, had you know like a coworker or a boss or an acquaintance not be able to understand what I was saying, so I have to like repeat it in their accent or as close to their accent as as possible. And then you know it just kind of like stays with you after a while, and you're like, and you start saying the word mitten as like mitten, you know, like or (laughs) say badminton in that American way, which I still don't know how to say, like badminton, badminton. (laughs)
1: Badminton.
3: I've never heard. I've never heard that in my entire life.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that word pronounced. I've only like seen it written down. So like badminton. How are you supposed to? (laughs) Badminton.
0: Well, I heard it spoken by an American one time in real life. And I was like, what is this word that you're trying to say? It sounds so familiar. And I realized, like, badminton was badminton. <laughs> and, on, okay, also on this... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Look it up. I don't think Maria can, like, like, do it in this way that I heard because I think it might be regionally specific. But I don't know. It's just, it's a very, like, American thing
2: badminton
0: well. <laughs> no nah, i think maybe you're just like too self-conscious now and you're saying it the way right i, I can't
2: say it now. <laughs> yeah. it's um, a terrible word no one should have to say it out loud <laughs> yeah
0: badminton shuttlecocks i mean it's just a, it's a terrible sport all all around um, there's
2: really so many words like that
0: yeah. <laughs> speaking I just of never um, want to
2: have to say it out loud
0: speaking of accents have you guys seen this video that went around a couple of years ago it was um a video of Americans trying to get Germans to say the word squirrel because apparently Germans can't say squirrel. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, what a random reference for me to make then. <laughs> so, so the video is just like, Germans can't say squirrel. And then uh, it's just it's videos of like Germans being told like, hey, say squirrel. And they're like, squirrel, like "Squirrel," whatever. Right? And like, everyone's is having a great time, like laughing at them. But a lot of the, like, more than half of the Germans in that video were saying it correctly. Like, they were saying squirrel, like, how, say, like, a British person or, like, a non-American person would say it. But they were saying it with two syllables. And I realized that in an American dialect, it's usually one syllable. Like, it's just, instead of squirrel, it's...
1: Maria, can you say it? Squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. Squirrel.
3: Squirrel. Squirrel.
1: Sounds like the Pokemon...
3: Squirrel.
1: Squirrel. yeah, an orange um, squirrel. Orange.
2: I now know that you're only here so that you can, you know, use my accent to yeah. pronounce these words the way Americans say them. I That's when
0: you're it
2: is why you're here. That's why we
0: brought you on here. Right? Glad I'm useful for something. <laughs> yeah, as an American, I say it this way. <laughs> that would be the only time when that phrase is. Oh, God, like, well, please <laughs> don't
2: put. That, I'm like, can we edit out as an American?
0: <laughs> well, I was going to, but now that you call it out, I'm gonna leave it in and uh, let everyone hear it.
3: No, he's going to edit it and put it a lot of times. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, every and then, time and then, I it now,
2: it'll just be as an American. As
0: an American I'll put it in, in like, with a break. yeah
1: with a beat, so that like we're going to do a <laughs> <research. laughs> But <laughs> the, the, the thing you mentioned about the video in Germans reminded me of another thing, which is like the stereotypes that Americans have about specific languages. Yeah. There's the one video about like, oh, how to say things in different languages. And it's like the British guy is like super well dressed, like butterfly. And there's a the French woman and she's like sipping wine, it's like papillon. And then there's like the German guy who's like angry and with a beer and he says it shouting. You know, oh, like yeah. thinking of like how languages are supposed to work and are only tied to, like, a specific emotion or something.
0: Yeah, and the the, the crux of the video is that German just inherently sounds angry, and, like, yeah. Butterfly is like, Schmetterling! And then right. he shouts it, and, like, doesn't German sound so scary? Yeah, because the fucker is, like, shouting it while angry. And, like, <clears throat> the, um I think, the picture that maybe not just Americans, but, like, most uh, Anglo people have of German is this, very harsh like angry language but when's the only time they encountered german spoken at all it's like you know world war ii movies and it's always a nazi speaking it right like it's yeah. never a movie about like a, a right. poet who's like trying to you know seduce her like lover or whatever like so well, and
2: you know we know they're not speaking out
3: that information so
0: yeah um I, I, yeah go ahead
3: <laughs> no, no, I, I just wanted to say that I don't think it's just Anglos who have that uh, way of stereotyping other languages, but I, I think most of them are uh, to blame for perpetuation of uh, of the stereotypes to other uh, other language-speaking countries. I don't know how to say that, but mm. people in Paraguay per- too have those stereotypes which come from memes from anglo-speaking countries
1: oh yeah that's an interesting point because i think i think in brazil especially they absorb so much of american pop culture even if they don't know it that it's like like it just becomes part of our pop culture too to an extent
0: mm. yeah, and i guess that's kind of why the the groups that we're a part of exist because it's a yeah. sort of a, a frustration at the what one might call um, cultural imperialism, because really the U.S. is sort of one of the more dominant cultural forces, whether we like it or not, and um, we're all just kind of I don't know, frustrated at that, and uh, we shitpost post about it on private Facebook <laughs> groups. The um, the thing about the the German um, dialect thing in movies, um, there was a there's a movie coming out about. Um, I don't know who it is, but it's some like historical figure. Um, maybe Martin Luther, I want to say. the The Protestant dude. Right? Mm-hmm. that's what he's famous for. Um, and so there was an ad for um, the movie about like I think Martin Luther or some historical figure. and the first comment was, like, but why are they speaking English with a British accent? And obviously, because it's a British production, like, because that's the commenter again thinking like they would just speak normal English without any accent, i.e., American. (laughs) So I just love it when you get like these pristine examples of these like phenomenon (laughs) like just happening and like yeah, you can. Well, and and
2: you had that one the 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 whole. uh... The Tarzan one, where Tarzan learns English from Jane, but has an American accent, and so she learns English from this British woman.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in the in the Disney movie. In
2: the Disney movie, and yet has an American accent.
0: Right, implying that the normal way of speaking English is the American voice, but that also leads in the like the point that it's like he was raised by apes so like maybe he doesn't know how to do anything correctly <laughs> he
2: would have a, i would imagine he would have a completely different sort of accent if he was raised by apes even learning you know it's hard to say it wasn't yeah. realistic i'll tell you that but i don't you know
0: <laughs> what accents do gorillas have <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, do we have any other um, points we want to make about this or should we move on to the next thing?
1: I think we're good. No, we're
3: fine.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's leave
3: this.
2: Uh... Dumpster okay. fire, where it is. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> on to the next
3: one. <laughs> I really do have to say a lot of uh, gorilla accents, but I don't think that it's the time right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll,
0: we'll save this for another episode all about gorilla <laughs> centrism. <laughs> you know the orangutans need to, to be heard too god damn it
2: i agree i well, agree
0: like we have diane fossey we have jane goodall but what about the other lady who studied the orangutans right like does uh, that even a reference people know like like what, a, are, a,
3: a what are we doing <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to
0: cut this out. This, will not
2: under, you know, so. we just this tangent about advoc- gorillas and other yeah. primates.
0: Yeah, like my like an advocacy for orangutans <laughs> will not catch fire today. I had no idea
2: you were such an find- advocate for orange haired friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just have a thing for redheads, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, let's let's move on to the um let's move on to the meaty subject of today's episode and that's our favorite American tourists. <laughs> and to talk about American tourists, do we want to get the American to start?
2: Um I mean, I think we should hear about American t- I have lots of stories because it seems <clears> like <throat> no matter where I go, I leave my country so that I can get away from Americans. It's supposed to be like a holiday. A reprieve from the nonsense, and it's like, no, it doesn't seem to matter where I go. Mm. There are Americans being obnoxious, and I have plenty of stories, but if somebody else wants to start off uh, sharing some awful experiences with Americans, go at it
0: so i have um I have a anecdote, I suppose, about what it's like to. Deal with these people, these people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the thing that sort of typifies our experiences and our sort of dynamic, me coming from like a a country that is you know very popular with um, American tourists is so. There's a a club that I used to go to when I was there um, when I was younger, and it's a place that has a dress code. Like you have to go there in like a suit and like you have to be really dressed up and it's singapore it's hot and it's on the equator like it's a big thing to like you know put on a suit and go in there but if you're like an american like tourist or visitor you can just fucking go in there in your pajamas and they do that and it's one thing that you're allowed to go in there as like you know a western visitor and like the establishment lets you do that but it's another thing that those visitors and tourists even thought that they could do that in the first place, like that even occurred to them. And uh, that's just basically what it's like.
2: Yeah, I think that that's, I mean, that's kind of like, I can't wrap my mind around that sort of entitlement.
1: Yeah, I feel like I miss out on a big opportunity to have good, good stories, because like I wasn't in Brazil for a World Cup, and I also wasn't there for the Olympics, so I miss like the two big like, oh, look at tourists doing dumb shit in my country placed at times uh. but there's like a, i remember it was a huge news story i think it was i forget it was like justin bieber or some american celebrity that like painted some graffiti in a wall and it got fined by the brazilian police and then he refused to pay and there's like a whole media scandal for a while i remember that I, I don't know if it was justin bieber or some other dude but i remember seeing that in the news like maybe like 2013 2012 i want to say when i used mean, so like Huge, I guess.
0: Well, you'll have to go back there and then uh, find out. <laughs> this, this document, yeah.
2: Ugh, I have one that's just kind of annoying. Um, there's actually <laughs> two. So I, um, I had this. The first one was when I was in um, Slovakia and I was traveling around. I was in this little tiny town. Um, and I was like, sweet, no English speakers anywhere. This is awesome. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> I hear English yeah. being spoken very very loudly and I look down the street and there's this group of seven or eight Americans and they're all wearing a baseball the same baseball teams like t-shirts they're all wearing Minnesota Twins shirts
0: okay. <laughs> who are these twins
2: <laughs> it's a baseball team which of course I know but I was just like who are you you could hear them like all the way down the street and it was like this mob, and I was just like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Like I can't <laughs> go anywhere. Yeah.
0: Um, I got this. Um, I have this friend. Um, she's Italian, like from Italy. Italian, not like New Jersey. Not <laughs> <In> Italian. <laughs> yeah, and she had this point that was like, "Now there is Italian loud, and there's American loud, and those are very different things. Italian loud is the volume thing. American loud is like they'll say stuff." like in public, out loud to people like that they don't even, that they're not even speaking to or like with in the hopes that like the other strangers will like respond. Like they're just kind of talking out with uh, that being sort of like a a tacit invitation to anyone else to join in like, and-
3: It's so true. Like, (laughs) I've never thought about that. I'm not gonna say my loudness in a very negative way anymore. Well, and the, like, the truth is
2: guys... it happens, like, at the supermarket where, like, there's this old lady who's suddenly just talking.
3: And it's yeah.
0: Like... <laughs> oh, my God. And it's uh, it's a different kind of, like, loud, right? It's like a, mm. she's talking, like, she's all talking these grapes, like... huh? And, like, with, that, with like, the acceptance that, like, someone else will be like, yeah, those grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel like, yeah, I, I, I get that, too, because, like, it's common for like if you step in an elevator and there's someone else you make like small talk like oh, you know Like good afternoon, but like I feel like if it was here in the US You'd be like trying to get into like your personal life like yo, like so like how's your day? What are you yeah. doing? Why are you in this building? And I'm like, I'm just trying to get oh, my. to my floor I guess so it's, it's different types of like Extraordinary, <laughs> I guess our word. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure um, I Yeah, I was just reminded of the thing that happened last week in the office like when i was in the elevator and like going up and this guy comes in and uh and he's like you you've been working here long and i was like shit
2: <laughs>
0: i guess <laughs> like i don't know like are you is this security like did i do something wrong and he was just making <laughs> <small> talk. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: i was like shit like have i been working here long like what does it mean to work here long and
3: like we're
1: long yeah long is subjective
0: right yeah, and I didn't want to have to, like, get into this, like, existential, like,
1: discussion
0: <laughs> about, like, what does it mean to be at a place?
3: For a long <laughs> like, time.
1: At 9
0: a.m., and, like, I'm already, like, kind of late, and, uh um, no, like,
3: no, sir, I'm not working here. I'm just I'm just here to use the bathroom. Yeah,
0: I come here at 9 o'clock in my, like, office outfit, because... <laughs> because I'm it's fun. Like, you know, and, like, how dare he make me, like, think about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> And um, there was a post going around, everyone was trying to post it, and I had to delete so many, like, reposts, but it was about, like, how Americans uh, show other people that they're American and don't realize it. Like, do you guys remember this one? Oh, yeah. It was something about yeah, how, like...
1: That, yeah.
0: yeah, it was about how Americans have certain attitudes or, like, behaviors that give away the fact that they're Americans because no one else... Oh, does.
3: yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, and one of them was, like, being too friendly or like no it was just being friendly and that's how you give away the fact that you're American and like that's such an American American centric sort of view of like what it means to be friendly because in Singapore being friendly means you give someone their personal space and like you don't get into their bubble but in like I don't know Cedar Rapids Iowa (laughs) it's probably like get into someone's face and like ask them what their blood type is and like ask them how (laughs) many kids they have and then you never see them again. Like, <laughs> if I'm talking to someone at a point where they're asking me all these things that, like, a stranger from the Midwest will ask me, like, we're good friends already, and, like, I'm going to, like, make plans to meet up and, like, invite them to my dog's I was, wedding.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's different, too. If did like, you see your dog's wedding?
0: <laughs> yeah. Dogs Whoa. should be able to get married, God damn it.
1: Yes. Sure, they, they should also be able to vote. But yeah. um <laughs> care for dogs, <laughs> goddammit. But <laughs> dog rights. I was gonna say I feel like it's di- it's a bit different if you're like in a bar and socializing with people, but like in a general context it is definitely weird, you know.
2: Oh for sure. And I think that I mean I, it is something that Americans will complain about when they go to other countries because they'll be like, My the person who checked me out at the store didn't make small talk with me. Mm. Well, and it's because that's not that's not necessarily considered culturally polite. And uh, if you were to ask me, I don't want people talking to me. Like when my when the person checking out my my groceries at the supermarket is trying to have a conversation, I'm just like, can you not? Like <laughs> just, <laughs> just do your thing.
0: Yeah, and but it's, it's also, it also comes from a place of like, respect for the other person too. Like I imagine that if I was like checking people out and working in that role and like having to deal with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people every day, I don't want to have to talk to any of them. Like, it's just going to be so draining for me. And I think in countries like Singapore or like Hong Kong or whatever, like, you know, where there's such a density of people, this sort of understanding has developed that let people have their bubble. Like, don't get in the way because otherwise you'll be driven to madness. It's like, you'll be just, it's just unbearable. But in fucking Rabbit Plains, Iowa, like, where there's like hardly 10 people around, like, you can talk to everyone town oh you know but then they take that cultural context and then go abroad and then like judge everyone by that standard and it just it doesn't work out so
1: mm-hmm. well yeah. and,
2: and i mean we could also talk that 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 surface niceness isn't even genuine
0: mm-hmm. yeah um <clears throat> this is okay something that i i don't know if i'm wrong or if i'm crazy but like so I think my sense is that in America, in the U.S., people sit at the bar a lot more than in other countries. Mm. Am, I, am I wrong?
1: I think, yeah, and I think you're right, because, like, in Brazil, every most of the times I've gone to bars, even with family, it's like we get a table, and, like, yeah. we're not really sitting at the counter, because, like... Sure, like, if people we know come, like, we can, like, invite. In Brazil, it's, like, pretty informal. You can, like, invite people, and, like, if you need more chairs for a table, like, the waiter will, like, give you more chairs, which doesn't happen in the U.S. at all, but, like, mm. it's still, like, centered around a table, and not really at the bar at bar, so...
3: Yeah.
0: What's it like in Paraguay?
3: Um, I'm a boring fuck, and I don't go out, but I think it's the same as in Brazil. Okay. Because
1: Brazil's so hot, there's, like, a culture, like, kind of sitting outside the bar. And like seeing the street when people go by and like talking. Oh,
3: problems, yeah, yeah. But, I yeah. see that. I see that. Yeah,
0: I guess this isn't American centrism or whatever, but like, I just find it really annoying when I'm at a bar and like I'm trying to order something, but because people are sitting at the bar already. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so hard to order anything. And I just, like, why are you sitting here? Go and like hang out with your friends or. You know. Oh,
1: my God. I have. That's so true because I was. I mean, it was in February, actually, so a while ago, I was in this, like, you, like, this university I'm in, like, we did an event for, like, seniors, because last year's students are graduating, so, like... like,
0: Yeah, 65 years. So, like,
1: (laughs) yes, right, sorry, my own American centrism here, but, like, we went to the bar, and, like, I was trying to order drinks, and, like, everyone was just huddled around the counter, and I was trying to, like, squeeze by and, like, try and order a drink, and, like, everyone just huddles around there, like, Mm. even standing, and it's just really annoying to try to get an order something.
0: Yeah, I, it, uh, I mean, I guess it's just different cultural practices and there's nothing inherently wrong about it except that yeah. I find it very annoying, mm-hmm. but it just kind of is part of this like larger thing where like I was talking about this um, annoyance that I have with a friend of mine and my friend was, you know, American, I think she's still American. <laughs> and I was like mentioning this and she was like, well, how else would you do it? Like you go to a bar, you go to a bar. And I was like, holy shit. Like you don't even realize there's like another way of doing this. Like there's a no. better way of doing it where we can like all just be more.
2: Wait, she didn't less understand less. you could like go to a bar and Set get at a table, table and, order, yeah. and drinks. Yeah. order drinks.
0: Yeah. She and, didn't like, realize you could oh. even like
2: go up to the bar, order your drink and then go sit at a table.
1: I mean, I'm a bar is like a restaurant, you can get service uh, at a table.
2: I'm just confused as to what, where she's been living.
0: And I don't even know what the um, confusion was, but I think like she understood, like, yes, you can technically sit at a table. But, like, why would you? Because <laughs> if you go to a bar, you go to go to the bar.
3: Wait, what? And... That's so weird. No, no,
0: stay with me <laughs> here, okay? Right, it's going to be a long <laughs> journey, but if you go to a bar, right, is to go to a bar.
1: <laughs>
3: I want to tell a okay. joke, a bar joke. Hey, well, like,
1: why would you be standing too? It's like I, I don't like standing for long times. Like, I, I don't know. I maybe I'm old already, but like I'd like to sit down and enjoy my drink and not be like standing in a crowd. And, yeah. You know. I
0: wonder if it's because, like, the bar scene is like where you meet, you know, like people that you want to fuck, or like maybe even meet friends. Because I, mean, I
2: thought that was Tinder.
0: back
1: (laughs) back in the day i
0: cannot relate to that i just you know that's never worked for me either either way it hasn't worked for me but i don't know i think maybe because the bar scene is like the place where you meet new people and um you don't necessarily go there with friends that you already have made i don't know i
1: guess i'd be curious to see if the uk is like that too because i know they have like a lot of big pub culture but i don't know how pubs work in that sense mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah, I haven't been to the UK in a while, but my sense is that it's very similar to, like, Australia, where, like, you know, you go, uh, you do go to a pub and, like, you hang out with your friends and, like, sit at a table. Mm-hmm. And um, I... My memory is, like, hazy at this point because I haven't been... I left Australia, like, about four years ago. But in my memory, the bar is clear. Like, mm-hmm. there's like, no one just standing there and, like, looking around, like, trying to... Like, laser sight someone that they're gonna.
2: It's like, interesting press. that you even brought that up, Vivid, because I don't think I've ever considered how much standing at the bar Yanks do. And it's now that you've brought it up, I'm like, yeah, no, that's a thing. I hadn't really thought about that before.
1: Right, me neither. <laughs> yeah. Me neither, but, but when I, I mean, I like... think
2: about like other places. Yeah, no, it, it's not like people don't huddle around the bar like they do in the United States.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And it's, like, in a bar, like, if it's there's, like, live music and you were dancing, and yeah, you're standing, and, like, that's cool, but, like, if there's no music, why are you
2: It's not a club, we're just at the bar.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: If it's, like, O'Doyle's Irish, like, <laughs> fucking, like, foot odor pub, like, <laughs> you, know, you know, there's no dancing, there's no dance floor, there's, like, a bar, and there's, like three tables in the bag, back
1: maybe <laughs> yeah and there's 30
2: people standing around at their drinks their yeah bed. just
0: shouting over the the second layer of people telling them to like and shout yeah. over to the bar so they that sounds like over.
3: paraguay that sounds like paraguay <laughs> <laughs> that really sounds like that people you don't go alone hello, to a bar, you're just sitting in a table and screaming to other people in other tables and it's a disaster and everyone's drunk.
1: Yeah, it sounds
3: like that. (laughs) Mm. You know, I just wanted to say that I was speaking to a friend and I was telling him that thanks to this group I've been analyzing behavioral and social cues that I've (laughs) never even thought about uh, thanks to the cultural comparison that we do between countries like like this what 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 it is to go to a bar in different places it's really Uh, a beautiful place that we have here (laughs) yeah just a compliment compliment, the paraguay thing because
1: i was talking to my parents a while a couple maybe like a couple weeks ago and i was like yeah like i was thinking of going to this bar and then my parents like where are you going with though and I'm like, hmm. maybe I'll just go alone. I'm like, why would you go alone? <laughs> no, people so, don't do that here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> don't parents, go alone. very confused. At like, why would you go by yourself? Versus, like, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, and in, in the oh, U.S., it, like... Sorry, what was that?
3: No, if uh, here in Paraguay, if people want to flirt with uh, other people in bars, you go with your friends, and that entire group of friends flirts with an entire table (laughs) it's i like that it's really weird it's really weird (laughs) (laughs) but it's amazing i haven't done that in a (laughs) long time yeah it does and everyone's drunk and everyone's stupid so uh, no one's (laughs) everyone's going through the same um shameless trip
0: The, the Peregrine version of Tinder is, like, a bunch of friends have to have the same account and then, like,
2: <laughs> with another group of accounts group together. Of friends. We'll meet up with your group of friends. We'll see you at
3: the bar and see what happens. Funny thing is, we do have Tinder. I've never used it. I've never used it in my whole life. But we Oh, do. I've never used it
1: either, but... yeah, Well, it's...
2: I mean, I wouldn't recommend
3: it. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it in my country. Not at mm. all. Mm. I know. I haven't been. I didn't use it in my whole life, but I have friends that did, and I can certainly say that people who use Tinder are not people you like to meet. <laughs> oh, <oof. laughs> Here, yeah, that be... I don't that's know. why they're on Tinder. <laughs> I don't know in your country, but in mine, no, you just don't want to meet them.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's everywhere, and yeah, uh, sounds like a uh, paragreen centrism to me. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I never heard of yeah,
2: that. You took over the world, and now <laughs> you think you can just...
0: Okay, Um. Any anything else you want to say like, about just... flirting? Yeah, and, and...
1: We kind of went off topic again, but... <laughs>
0: it's all the same topic. We're all just like, oh, true, America, true. am I right? And yeah, yeah. Like icing on it's the just cake.
3: branches of the same topic. I don't know
0: yeah. what you're
3: talking about. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> had, I mean, had to run out of material,
2: though. So That's great, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because it's so diverse. <laughs> <This is a laughs> big country. Yeah, there
2: you go. It's a very <laughs> diverse country full of lots of opportunities for American Yeah. Um, well... America
0: centricism. Should we move on to the next um, section? Mm. The, the questions thing?
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we don't always just complain about American practices. We sometimes like to help them too. Um, And we asked people to send us their, yeah. We asked people to like send us their complaints and their questions. Um, Mostly we direct this to people from the US and uh, they've sent us a few questions that we are gonna very gracefully and graciously answer for them. So um, some of the questions that we got today um let's see okay this is a question that i got this morning is the wearing hunting type camouflage clothing as casual wear purely an american thing
3: i think so
1: the only people i've seen wearing like camo anything are like army guys in brazil that i can think of like people that are actually in the army yeah or like policemen maybe that's yeah and that's like their uniform
2: so no, people don't wear it just for fashion.
1: No, <laughs> it's not really. I don't think it's fashionable. It looks anti-fashionable, I'd say. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not even like normcore. Like it's not even like an anti-fashion statement. It's just like a non-statement, like almost. <laughs> like. <laughs> um, I forgot
2: to do my laundry, so I'm wearing my uh, hunting clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, just skinned a deer, and I want you to know it. <laughs>
2: I own guns and I'm kind oh of Oh my confused. god.
1: The one uh, the one post of like I'm the f- the one post that was like the picture of the dude in the army outfit is like I'm the friend you have to like explain to other people. <laughs> <laughs> I was the
3: one who posted it. <laughs> oh man.
0: And like yeah. If we had a friend like that, that we would have to explain. <laughs> <The David> <laughs> <blitz>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I met him at a bar. I was drunk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we were
0: shouting over everyone else.
3: I'm <laughs> we're
1: we're sorry, on the <laughs> counter. I didn't know which one I was talking to after a while. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and uh, in Singapore, I think because, like, most all men have to go into the army, and um, if you see someone wearing, like, camo, like, you can tell they just got out of the army or came out of, like, practice or something or I don't know what they call them like in the army they call them practice or the games or I don't know yeah so um but in Australia I think you do see very specific types of people wearing that that sort of outfit Mm. like the like the Australian version of like rednecks maybe (laughs) but I don't know if that's very common so I don't know um so the other um, larger question that we actually received is, are vaccine debates a hot topic in other countries? If so, where? And are the majority of the population for or against them? Mm. What do you guys think?
1: Is this a thing in like Brazil or Paraguay? It's it's becoming a thing. And again, I think it's because of American influences. Um, Mm. I think, like, because WhatsApp's so popular and there's so many WhatsApp groups where, like, fake news spreads, so, like, a lot of those things are starting to circulate. I mean, I don't use WhatsApp as much as, like, people in my family and friends, but, like, I get the feeling that that's where it spreads, and it's, like, I feel like at this point, a lot of the fake news are just, like, translated from English sources, maybe, like, Mm. probably. I don't think they are born in Brazil, but, like, the fake news kind of comes from abroad, if you will, maybe. Right.
0: And that's also why we're all kind of, I don't know. Because
1: anti-vaxxers started out in America, right? Unless I'm mistaken.
0: Well, I think the, the the article, the journal article that links vaccines to autism came from The Lancet, which is a British publication. But the movement took off, really, I think, mm-hmm. in the U.S. in like this major way. And um, I was doing some research about this, and uh, I resent that guy for the guy who sent that question for making me do research about this but um the thing that i found is actually the country that leads the way in terms of like vaccine skepticism skepticism is france and it by far leads the pack in like in months of like they call it um anti-vaccine beliefs or like vaccine hesitancy as if they're just like (laughs)
1: That's vaccines. Wait, it's like, it's like if people are like, oh, I'm a climate change skeptic.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, in the same way that being a climate change skeptic is like, you don't know if, you don't quite no. believe uh, if climate change <laughs> is true, but like, vaccines are real. Like, people get them. And like, yeah. what are you skeptical about? I don't know. That's
1: <laughs> surprising. France, France is surprising to me.
0: France has a lot of like weird beliefs that it like still have hung on. Like, Freudian like psychoanalysis is very popular over there, but yeah. it's oh like one God. of the only countries where that's a thing, and I think lots of mental health professionals in other countries have like abandoned it almost entirely, but
1: mm-hmm. it still
0: hangs on in France.
1: What about Paraguay? Are there a lot of anti vaxxers in Paraguay or
0: Paraguay in this map that I'm looking at has <laughs> one of the lowest anti vaxxing rates? Yeah. So
1: Yes. Good job. <laughs> go. There you
2: go. That's why you take <laughs> over the world, though. Like, yeah. Because we're alive. <laughs> because
0: yeah. you
1: are vaccinated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is oh, dead yeah. from lumps.
1: Yeah, but I was asking, like, from Miriam's experience, like, you know anyone who like doesn't believe in vaccines or anything yeah. like that, or okay.
3: And what surprises me with Paraguay is that, with our mediocre educational level, we still don't question vaccines a lot. Mm. There has been a health guru, an ex-model, who tried to start uh, an anti-vaccine movement, but she failed magnificently. Not a single, not a single person believed her or wanted to go with the train. That's good. Uh, she, it's really weird, and I think it's because um, one of one of the reasons could be because a lot of Paraguayans actually don't speak English. Uh, we have very we have a very low number of English speakers, and that information, which comes mostly from Anglo-speaking sites, uh, does not reach here.
0: Uh, so, as a scientist, what you're saying is English causes measles. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ben English.
0: Yeah, that's ben the English. real problem.
1: English in Brazil is really limited to like upper middle class and like upper class people like being able to understand it. So like I feel like it carries down to an extent though. But like most people don't speak English. I feel like either though.
0: Mm-hmm. So Brazilians are safe, and it's only the the upper class who's gonna
1: get it. Good. Easily. They, they yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what we're saying is, Measles is a revolutionary um, Yes.
3: It's a bioweapon. We yeah. didn't intend for it to be a bioweapon, but here we are.
0: Yeah. Measles is a comrade. <laughs>
3: yeah. comrade. comrade. Comrade Measles. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs>
0: All right. So um, one last thing I'll say about this is, um. <clears throat> I was getting into a Facebook fight with an anti-vaxxer. And that is the opposite of (laughs) self-care. And um, and she was like, oh, you must be a pro-vaxxer. And I was like, that word shouldn't even exist. Like, because that's normal. Like... Like, it's like if you were uh, talking about your friend and you're like, Hey, this is my friend Jake, he has bones. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you shouldn't have to say the normal <laughs> thing that's accepted. Like,
1: it, I don't know, like, man. I, now that you said that, there's gonna be like a movement, like the flat earthers would I be mean, like, Oh, humans are actually invertebrate. Do <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, no.
0: humans even have bones? Have you even seen a human with bones?
3: Have you ever, ever, have seen, you ever seen your Before? own skeleton?
1: Yeah, I haven't.
3: Next are just a that government plot
1: exists. to sell you uh, medicine? Question mark. If sell I milk. don't get it, it
3: doesn't exist. Like my yeah.
0: brain. I think I think you're right. It's a plot by the the dairy industry to get us to drink calcium, which doesn't even exist. Point to a calcium right now.
1: Have you
0: ever seen a calcium? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me a handful of calcium and I'll believe that shit. But otherwise, <laughs>
3: get the <fuck> out. Okay. <laughs>
0: Milk doesn't even exist.
3: <laughs> it's only a
0: nice. handful of milk.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> and, oh man. I'm going to end off on like fucking like conspiracy theory talk. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, any other points y'all want to make?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I can no stand-on. me.
0: So, our official group position is, bones are not real. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story, right? Fake. Yeah.
1: Very fake. It's like a stick post.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> if someone can show me my skeleton, not some <laughs> random bones that you can probably find in, like, a dog yard or whatever. Show me my skeleton and I'll believe you. <laughs> <But don't mind. laughs> show me my long-form skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think uh, I think that that's a wrap
2: for us. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: good. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Unexceptionalism. We'll try to have another one in the next couple of weeks. But uh, until then, have a great whatever holiday happens to happen. All Bye. right.
3: Thank you. Buh-bye. Bye. Bye.